my first commercial ever. I've had this podcast going for over 11 years now, keeping you up to date on paleo notions, political notions. It keeps evolving, but I've never had a commercial. But I want to let you know that I also have another career as an author, usually under the name Jess Thornton, J-E-S-S-T-H-O-R-N-T-O-N dot org. That's my new website where I have all my books listed and lots of other information too. So if you feel inclined, if you've been with me all these 11 years or if you, even if you're a newcomer, feel free to go to jessthornton.org and check it out. There's a lot of books a lot of fiction books, a lot of heroic fiction books, and a lot of, well, you'll just have to check it out. So now on with the podcast. Paleo J's Smoothie Cafe. We live in stressful times. And so in this episode, you learn how to de-stress yourself in nature. You don't need me to tell you that we live in stressful times. Truth is, all times have their own variety of stress. Fighting wars is stressful, but even in times such as this, with our relative prosperity, stress is built into our daily lives. I had planned today purposefully to be a fun day I was going to plan and plant my garden. I gave the plot a final tilling and then raked it all smooth. It was the first day that was warm enough, sunny enough, and above all, dry enough to set all of my plants in the ground, dividing the rectangular plot into four quadrants with a flowered decoration in the center. A few areas were already rife with kale, raspberries, strawberries, and a big horseradish plant, thanks to my neighbor Dave, who gave me one. Those plants are pretty much indestructible, and anyway, I love horseradish. So, I got it all tilled and ready, had the seeds ready to go, and was rearing to get it done. Get her done, as they say. The sunshine was blazing down. It was a brisk but pleasant 60 degrees, and then interruption followed interruption. Endlessly. I know you've been there just like I have. It was all very frustrating, and then at last I went out. And it was now already getting dark and cold. For a minute, half a minute, I felt angry. After all, I had planned to take care of this. It was supposed to be fun. 
And there was a time when I would have gone ahead, planted my garden in the cold and dark, getting it done perhaps, but it would not be fun, not at all. And really, isn't that supposed to be the point after all? I do have a large garden and the vegetables and fruits I gain from it are a substantial part of my produce. Also, I give a lot away. But will I starve if I have no garden? None at all? No, I won't even be deprived, except psychologically. And since it is only May 12th in Wisconsin when I planned this, I am early anyway. If I don't get the garden in until June, it pretty much catches up to where it would be if I planted now by mid-July anyway. I sat down and just contemplated what will be my garden, picturing where everything will be and how it will look. I started smiling a bit and then took a walk in my woods in the early evening instead of rushing to slap seeds and plants into the earth. The small, bright gleams of sun were a pleasure to behold, rather than all too brief flashes to illuminate my feverish work. Then, totally relaxed at last, I went inside and meditated on how much I have to be grateful for. It's supposed to rain tomorrow, but it really doesn't matter whether I plant tomorrow or three weeks from then. I have learned to wait, just wait for the perfect day. For in gardens, as in all the rest of life, the journey is the point, not to get quickly from seeds to harvest. Just as in battling this crazy coronavirus, for me, it really doesn't matter if everything opens up right away or at least soon. The fact that it no longer seems to be about the virus at all anymore, but has become a political bone of contention, this is the true problem. And people really do need to be able to work again. It can't just be put aside indefinitely. It's not like a vegetable garden in my backyard. Jobs are critical. Our economy is vital. Our entire civilization, based on the work ethic, that's often forgotten now, needs to get back to work. And so, as for me, I am now at the point where I have taken control of the situation myself. Whatever the government says, I decide myself if they are being reasonable or not. And then... Despite the governmental edicts, I will do whatever I decide is right for me and mine. I wrote all this two days ago. It's the 14th today, March 14th, and it was announced last night that by the Wisconsin Supreme Court that our terrible governor, Evers, his mandate that we could not open till I believe it was the end of June, something stupid like that, was thrown out by the state Supreme Court. Hurrah. And so today I planted the garden and my grandchildren came over. I haven't been able to see them because of this quarantine. I don't want them to get sick. I know it's very unlikely. I don't want anyone to get sick. 
And I think we've done that. I think we've we've done our quarantining. We've done our, um, what do they call it? Voluntary separation, whatever. I think we're safe. If you, if you live in New York City, you live in Los Angeles, you live in Chicago, you live in any big Democratic-run city, you better keep up your social distancing. There, that's the word. They're not doing it, by the way. In the big cities, they're not doing it. And no one does anything about it. Out here, rural America, we try to do the right thing, whether it makes sense or not. But at a certain point, we stop listening to the government, which makes up nonsense. So we planted the garden. It was beautiful. I'll, I'll include a picture. I've got little paving stones as paths. It was great. The kids planted the pumpkins and they planted the flowers. And I had a wonderful day. And if some globalist leftist like Nancy Pelosi opines what I should do from inside her $24,000 dessert freezer in her mansion built with stolen taxpayer funds, well, I don't have to listen, and neither do you. I will be outside without a mask, in the fresh air and sunshine in my largely rural county with not a single death and only 30 cases in holding. As the old song says, Country Boy Can Survive. Bye.